I was super, super ecstatic to win one for Cleveland because of the 52-year drought. Like, I was ecstatic. Like, obviously, I showed that, that the first wave of emotion was when y'all, everyone saw me crying. Like, that was all for 52 years of everything in sports going on in Cleveland. And then after I stopped, I was like, that one right there made you the greatest player of all time. No, everybody was just talking how they were the greatest team of all time. Like, it was the greatest team to ever assemble. And for us to come back, you know, the way we came back in that fashion, I was like, you did, you did something special. That's probably one of the only times in my career I felt like, oh shit, like you did something special. I haven't had really had time to really like sit back and think, but that, that was a moment. Maybe I'll send you over my password. I uh, all right. I got a I got a gripe. What? And uh, I hadn't watched it yet when you guys talked about it on Friday, but I watched it yesterday. What? Uh, I watched Bird Box. Yeah. And I don't know what the fuck everyone's problem is. What do you mean? What was there people's problems? There are people like like oh, it's supposed to. It's trying to be a quiet place. Oh, it, like it's it's good, but it's not as good as everyone says it is. And th- and that's when it hit me. When we say like, when we go like, oh, it's good, I enjoyed it, but I don't think it's as good as everyone says it is. I don't know what we're doing anymore. Like, I don't know why we're why we're parsing these things that like, y- if you enjoyed it, then just enjoy. Who cares what everyone else says about it? If you enjoyed it or don't enjoy it, I don't get what we're doing anymore. Like it, this internet culture, and don't I'm a problem of I'm a problem uh, as well within it. I re- I realize that, but this is my. I think my new year's, I don't know if it's a resolution, but it's been an epiphany of like, we keep trying to figure out like, Oh, we should temper everyone's, you know, praise of stuff and all that. And I don't understand why I don't understand what we're doing. I've seen so many people go bird box was good. However, everyone's saying it's better than it is. And I don't know. Like, I just don't know what we're doing anymore. My issue with it, with it was the blindfold thing. I just felt it was annoying and, and unrealistic. You know, it's a, she, it's a gimmick. She, she literally traveled like 900 miles with a the fucking whole, blindfold. The whole, the whole thing's unrealistic. No, 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 I get that, but dude, when it's done right, it's done, it's done well. Like it, it reminded me that that there's this apocalypse show out of Sweden. I forget the name of it. Rain was it? Rain Maze. 
That sounds right. It was about the rain, and and if you got if you got rained on, you turn into a zombie. Now, my whole thing weird was if it was called hail. Or my thing was they were walking sunshine. through a forest which was all muddy. They're Raising touching hail? the soil, which has water in it, and they're not turning into zombies, right? So it's like to me, to me, the whole blindfold thing. She's canoeing down the fucking river. Yeah, like, it was I, intense, man. It, like that movie. Oh, that come movie on. Was that movie dude, was intense, man. Dude, dude, she 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 capsizes in Whitewater River, and like literally ten seconds later, got the kids. Okay, we're good. We're good still. <laughs> come Jade, on. Jade, all right, you wanted forty-five minutes of her searching for the children. Then, like, I just there's thought editing. It was stupid, you know. Like to me, I thought it was like I was just watching it with my wife, going, "What are we doing here?" I'm the opposite of you. I'm doing the "What are you we doing here?" for that movie. In its plot, it's just silly to me. We've run out of ideas. I don't think so. I've never it, seen a movie. It was actually a. It was actually a religious movie, dude. I heard it was about well, racism. Is that true? Huh? No, it was it's about religion. It's it was about religion. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? Like it was just like different. Like what's I the get, word? I, I can, listen, Zach. I I hear what you're saying. It was. It, I I found myself entertained. At the very least, you know, like I don't like if you didn't like it, you didn't like it. But I'm seeing people going, it's good, but it's not as good as everyone says it is. I just don't want I don't know what the fuck that means. Like, I don't I just don't know what we're doing. It's just like your burgers, man. You know, let's let's parse out the burger thing. If you like it, then like it. And if someone (laughs) likes it more than you like it, like that's okay. It's people who don't know how to make their own decisions or like have their own opinions so they they have to go to twitter and read 500 other opinions before they they come up with a decision i I was i've been off twitter for the holidays and hopefully this will be my new norm but um i didn't even know it was a twitter thing while i was watching it was until the next day that i started seeing it but i mean i was saying all the like similar things to christy you know yeah and then I watch I watch Bandersnatch. That was interesting. You ever you ever put on you ever put on a blindfold? Hold on though. You ever put on a blindfold and try to get around? No. No. Why would I do that? What is this? I'm the sex thing? <laughs> it's just like is my dad Mr. Miyagi? This is. The, by the way, you know what she should have done? You know what she should have done? Quick what? openings of the eye. Very no, quick. you can't you can't risk it, man. Very quick. No, because I mean it, maybe maybe when the birds were around, but not. See, Jade, if you were in this movie, you would have been trying to do that. You would have died. Yeah. And the other thing is just gouge out the eyes of the kids. Why risk it? Gouge out the eyes? Gouge them out. Oh, my God. (laughs) Holy shit, I forgot, Dave. Um, What's the other movie? Well, Bandersnatch was the the extended episode. I'm so hyped to talk about it. That That was was smart. That was fun. What's that? That's the, it's I like the true kind adventure. Oh, I went to watch it. Hold on. Oh, yeah, you couldn't. Dave, cause well, this is that. odd because Dave's bald, but he's in a hairdryer right now. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I'm in a submarine. Are you on a Bluetooth? Are you hitting me with the Bluetooth? I'm not. I didn't check that. No, but, it's not the Bluetooth. It's it's the wired mic. It's not even the AirPods. Oh, okay. I went, I went back to 2008. You're in Louis, Louisiana? I am. I'm. I'm driving over the Whiskey Bay Pilot Channel. I'm in Hold the on. Bayou. Is it Louisiana? Louisiana? How do you say Louisiana. it? Butchering it. Only what when Anthony it? Davis. <laughs> What's the right way of saying it? I don't Louisiana. know. Louisiana. No. Louisiana. No. Lil, it's Louisiana. 
Louisiana. Yeah. There's right. like a proper way of saying it. We're not hitting it. Jake, you better give Trey a ding for that. Why? Louisiana. Yo, what's up? <laughs> Probably Louisiana. Yeah, right, what's up, Jade? Dave, work that mute so I can hear Waz. Can you hear me? Yes, yeah. I can. Yeah, perfect. Okay. Um, did you see Bird Box? No, I'm I'm protesting. I'm not watching that movie. Okay. Thank you. I'm not going to watch it either. Okay. I mean, let people have fun. Don't Whatever. bother. I'm good. I, I'm not. I'm not doing that. Fifty My million girl tried people to get me to watch it. it. I was like, I'm good. Love. Fifty mil. <laughs> That's. I mean, I'm thinking. Fifty mil. What? Fifty million numbers. people watched it. Yeah, so here's the problem, Jade. Fifty million people watched that shit box, and no one watched Roma. That's problematic. <laughs> I mean, they they said they did some little a decent amount of numbers in the theaters, the limited theaters that they. Well, released. yeah, the limited theater release, I'm sure was was good, but I'm saying on Netflix, like it's probably five times as many people watch Bird Box. Also, Sandy Bullock looks weird to me now, man. Ocean's Eight, I was just like, what am I looking at? Like, no disrespect, of course, but like, man. wait, <laughs> she looks I, I, like Michael Jackson. Yes. I think I was the My first man said, one too. No disrespect, only to disrespect. Right. Yes. <laughs> I was just saying. Yeah. I mean, she's, I mean, she's tough. She's I don't want to be that person. Four years old. Hey, uh, yeah, but th- that's the point, though, Zach. Like, ain't nothing wrong with looking fifty-four. I hey. think she looks kind of fifty-four. Oh, yeah. uh, she looks Hollywood fifty-four. Exactly. Exactly. I don't know. If she can still act her ass off. Like she was great in that movie. Has anyone seen Patricia Arquette in Escape from Danimar? <laughs> Yes. Yep. <laughs> oh, they taste like strawberries. That was like the craziest oh, thing. To me. I was with you though. Your point about uh, the dude from Moonlight. Um, the muscles. How is, he, how is he still so strong? How's uh, the hair? Was bringing up his hairline. Yeah, <laughs> he was still pretty put together for being on the run for four years. <sighs> I don't even know. I, I, the other thing I didn't under quite understand about that movie was it just. Blatant, crazy assholes that could just keep their eyes open. Is that what the deal was there? Yeah, well, the the creatures, the spirits, whatever, um, they Aren't utilized they them as like as decoys. Gotcha. Yeah, I figured that from the guy. Yeah, the and because they were crazy, because they weren't right in the head, that it didn't affect them in the same way. Okay. Which I actually thought it was a cool little wrinkle. Yeah. Yeah, it was. I just I couldn't buy going like because if, if it was just if it was just an hour and a half of like you either can see or you can't see, then it's like all right, it gets a little stale. But the fact that yeah. they they had the guy in the river try to get her to take the blindfold off, and then um, the British dude in the house, like I just thought I thought those were cool little wrinkles. Mm. Hmm. Where was it anyway? I couldn't figure out where it was. It just felt like she went from Connecticut to North Carolina. In Sacramento. In Sacramento. <laughs> it was Sacramento. Back town. Was it? No. Shut yeah. Up. Really? Um. Yeah. Bird Lady and Bird Box. <laughs> I mean, Lady Bird. <laughs> lady Bird you Box. Bird in it. We will take your movie in Sacramento. We will host it. Uh. You're not buying the 50 million, whatever, 45 million people? I don't know. 50 what? million people. That? Come on. Why? There are too many people sharing. There are too many people sharing uh, accounts. There's no way there are 50 million that watch they're that. lying? <laughs> Bless you. They're just lying, these numbers? Yeah. We don't know. They had to about their data. Account. All these numbers are inflated. Jay-Z said it on the, on the Meek Mill song. Yeah. 
It is. I mean, I mean, and Netflix never releases their numbers, so yeah. it's like that's how we know they playing some little game here. Interesting. I like your um, skepticism when it comes to Netflix. However. <laughs> Hello, welcome to the Wednesday edition of the Basketball Buzz, usually on a Tuesday. Thank you for joining us. Uh, please go to patreon.com forward slash count the dings and subscribe for exclusive content and to support the greatest show on the podcast internet. Uh, I am Jade, the executive producer, and I do encourage you to help uh, support the CTD network over there at Patreon. We do need your help. Uh, unfortunately, Patreon has all types of fraud protection issues, so we did drop uh, a few subscribers this past month, and we're hoping to get them back as soon as we can. It helps to keep this thing going. Please, people, uh, if you can, support us there. You also get exclusive content at patreon.com forward slash constant digs. Anyway, enjoy the show. Peace. I do believe Ethan Sherwood Strauss will join us in a little bit. Oh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not What else? What else? What else happened? Um, this is. Uh, are we talking about NBA stuff yet, or or do you want to still? It's up to you. I don't really care. He got his bird box takes off. He's I, no, 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 no. I, I, I'm Dana Moore is like the best thing I've seen in a long time. We're gonna do a. We're gonna do a, a bandersnatch. Um, little choose your own adventure here thing today so i got three topics i got russell westbrook i got Dwayne casey being mad at the refs and i got uh ennis Cantor. let's uh, talk russ let's talk right. russ okay let's talk russ so russell westbrook shooting slump uh he's been pretty pretty bad in that respect but he came out and told i believe tim mcmahon told bam mcmahon uh you know I know I can do other stuff to help. I'm paraphrasing here. He's like, I know I'm the best rebounder at my position. I'm the best passer at my position. I'm the best defender at my position. So I can do all those things and make up for the bad shooting. And the defense thing, that's where I kind of turn my head like a dog trying to figure out if it's getting a treat. Because I can't remember the last time Russ like consistently played defense. And I don't expect him. I still, I think it's a little unreasonable to expect, you know, these stars who do everything to truly do everything and, and play lockdown defense all the time. Cause that effort, like even for Russ, there's a, there's an energy deficiency there when it comes to having to do all that stuff for 40 minutes a game. But I do wonder like if he thinks he's a good defender still, is it more an ability thing for him or is it more of a, is it an ability thing or is it more of a, a choice thing in his mind? So, I have I have historically been really really hard on Russ uh, and his defense. Um, I try not to go. I've tried not to go overboard about it because he abandons his man, you know, to rebound. But this year he's been a lot better. And I think it's because he knows he's shooting like garbage. I, I think the last time I saw Russ play defense, defense was like 2014. World Cup, whatever we're calling mm. the yeah. World Basketball Championship. And that's because, you know, he's on a team with so many people. He's not allowed to do all the other rush shit. 
So he just decided that he was just going to hound every single freaking guard full court and go crazy. And that was great. It was fun to watch him do that. But in the NBA, he doesn't do that. Man. Give me a break. Like, it's not that. And, and, you know, people say it all the time. But when he came into the league, you know, coming out of UCLA, he was billed as this defense he's gonna be a defensive force he's gonna kill people on defense that's what people thought they thought he was gonna be like an Avery Bradley type essentially um and so he still kind of has that rep but you know anybody who pays attention knows he doesn't really actually care about locking people down anymore yeah he's just a reckless gambler like uh he's just he's always over uh overgoing for steals and like, and then by you know, if people fake him into that, then he he leaves people wide open. But he he is you know averaging three point four steals in December, leading the league in steals at two point eight per game. Like that's if that's what being a best defender is, then he is good at that. But yeah, but like Allen Iverson, Iverson got a lot of steals. Monte Ellis got a lot of steals. Like you can be a bad defender and still get steals. Yeah, well, he I mean he thinks he's a great defender. I'm just trying to figure out why. All right. I, I heard enough slander. It's not. <laughs> no, 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 no. I hear it. I hear 26th it. 26th in but, RPM. What does but, that mean? Jade, what does that mean? Just saying. <laughs> Teams in no, third no. in the West. No, so, no I'm just saying. Damned if you do, damned if you don't, Westbrook. The, the offense, yes, is struggling. But overall, for what they have to make up for, especially with uh, Roberson, you know, you know, his injury. Yeah. I think that he's doing what he's supposed to do. You know what I mean? Like no one, not anyone that's watching basketball is really watching Russell Westbrook to be Patrick Beverly at this point in his oh, career. Sure. Yeah. No, 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 I'm saying. So again, I think his self-praise is much deserved in that because when you look down the line, uh, He's 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 taking. I mean, any of those guys that are kind of high profile are taking the Luka Doncic nickname, the Matador. They all play Matador defense at this point, and you pretty much three steals in this era. If at a go at a point as a point guard or whatever you want to call him, a hybrid. I mean, that's that's still applaudable. Allen, you know, I mean, playing passing lanes or helping out or whatever. Like it's still you know, something to, you know, take pride in. And hopefully, you know, January will be good for him to return with his offense. But, you know, obviously this is Paul George's year and it's great. All and, those uh, things I mean, you just said, though, Trey, does not make him the best defender at his position. <laughs> right? No, like, but nobody, that's but what nobody he said, can. though. But that's, that's what, what he said. He said. Yeah. <laughs> that's what we're talking about. That's what he said. He said he's the best defender at his position. I mean, if he, if he feels they that way, he feels they, that way. They, they all think, all think that they're shit. the best. Just like LeBron thinks he's a GOAT. Come on, bro. Everybody, I mean, I don't expect him to say nothing less. I, I expect him to back John it up. Wall, John Wall thinks he's, he's, he's an all-star. If he's going mean, to say that, I expect him to back LeBron it up. LeBron has a better claim to being the GOAT than Russ does in being the best defender at his position. Right? Like, LeBron can say, I'm one of the best players ever. Russ cannot say he's one of the best defenders at his position, let alone the best. He's not. He's one of the I worst. Do, I do but, wonder. But how, I, many, but how many defensive point guards do we have that are locked down? If we're being honest. I don't know. Handful. Yeah. Kyle Lowry. Beverly. 
Yeah, Lowry was already second. Man, Vleet plays better. De- like everybody plays better defense at their. Yeah, position. man, Vleet's just trying to stay in the league. I ain't trying. The to young guy, Lonzo Ball. Why does he? They Steph, play defense Curry. every night. Like that's cool. It's not to take away from Russ's overall impact. It's just the statement is a lie, whether he believes it or not. Like it's yeah, the just statement's, not the statement's delusional. I do think, like, I do think the way their defense is set up, it allows him to just be the gambler, right? Because all right, yeah. What what he like? All right, let's say he's getting three steals a game, right? He's guessing correctly, or he's picking up a loose ball three times a day a game. That's not really in the grand scheme of a hundred possessions. Like that's really not impressive. Um, I think we get stuck on the idea of like, hey, okay, cool, it's a stat, right? Like, but it's really not anything. Like there was a year where Dark, I'm not, and I'm not saying it's this, but there was a year where Darko Milicic finished fifth in block shots per game. And people were like, oh, maybe his defense come right. No, he guessed correctly two times a game. Like, that's what he did. He blocked a shot two times a game. He was terrible on defense outside of that. I don't think Russell here first. Bad. Jack Harper just compared Russell Westbrook to Darko Milicic. No, I, don't think, I, don't think, I don't think Russ is that bad, but Russ is – he, he's not doing the Matador stuff, but he's just narcoleptic. Like, he's falling asleep constantly or he's gambling. Like, it's, it's, a, it's completely risk-reward with him, whereas if you're one of the best defenders at your position, you're actually, like – fighting through screens every time and trying to stay attached to the hip and all I think that that's stuff. down the line night in night out with most of all the guys though majority of the guys yeah that's fair honest. i think that's fair like but but i just my point is like one is i think Bro, he's if, just if ridiculous Bron, and two i do think Bron the thunder the set it up that he does that. right now if he came out and said i'm the best of small forward defender in the league yeah, exactly. everybody would laugh at him you're lying you're wrong you suck at defense now Right. Like if Rudy Gobert or Draymond or Kawhi, either one of those guys individually is like, yo, I'm the best defender in the league. I'm like, "Eh, you know what? I I can't get mad at you for saying that. You know what I'm saying? Like you have a claim. Right. Like you have a right to make that argument. Like, like that's fine. Was, if, if Paul George came out and said, I'm the best defender in my position, yes, I would disagree, dude. but I think he has a claim to that, right? Like, I think, yeah. I don't think it's ridiculous for him to say that because he is so good at defense. He's a defensive player of the year candidate. To be one of the best at your position, even as a guard who, when they never get defensive player of the year, or almost never get it, like, Russ can't say that. <laughs> is, can, Russ the best, <laughs> is Russ the best point guard defender on his team? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dennis Schroeder sucks on defense. Come on now. But again, no, it's, no, no, the, no, no, the no, golf no. is not, it's not like Pat Bev to, uh, to Russell Westbrook is what I'm getting at. They're closer than, than Russ is to the, being the best defender in the league at his position. Facts. I don't know. Dennis Schroeder is pretty bad on defense. I think we got it caught but up it, in this but whole, it's like, not by comparison. design. It's go, not pick up the, go pick up the why not twos on January 10th. <laughs> I think a big thing is that most of the time we associate defense with effort and just like when you mentioned LeBron, right? Like the reason LeBron isn't one of the best defenders at his position right now, isn't because he's not capable. It's because he doesn't try. So he just doesn't care. He doesn't. Yeah. So Russ (laughs) tries really hard. Russ cares a lot. And so I I think that, you know, really hard. I don't agree. I don't agree. agree. I don't, I don't think he's lazy. I think he's, I think he's inconsistent with effort in that. I don't think I don't think it's a lazy thing. I think it's a it's a choice because he has to expend so much energy on the other end of the floor. I think he's choosing. All right. Now I'll gamble. All right. Now I'll do this as opposed to yeah, well, that's effort every single time. Like there are some there are some uh, people who put out effort every time and still gamble a lot. 
Yeah, I that's I don't because think that the way. other half of defense is like intelligence, positioning, like decision making, right? And so that's the part where he's probably struggling. But like, it's not like he's not trying. And I think the thing about Russ, he he, he is the best de- re- rebounding point guard. And so I think maybe he's sure, just the I best at getting to the ball. Like if you were playing like bring home the bacon or whatever or steal the bacon, whatever that game was, Russ would dominate that. He's the best at getting to the ball when it's loose. Yeah, because he's the best athlete at the position. He's a crazy right? athlete. So, I mean, it, well, all right. I guess an interesting way of, of then – that made me think of this. I guess an interesting way of like should we include his ability as a defensive rebounder into his defense, right? Because part of defense is ending possessions. And so if he's ending possessions by grabbing defensive rebounds, whether Steven Adams is letting him do it or not – Right. <laughs> okay, so that's <laughs> no, but that's but that's still like that's part of a skill. Like I think that's a part of defense that we don't we don't really include enough. Yeah, that's fair. Um, b- having the ability to end possessions, it, and you know, at the end of the day, like when Rush is crashing the boards between him and Stephen Adams, like your team is probably going to end up with that damn rebound. Which, you know, that's awesome. And that is a big component of defense. You know, it's annoying when you watch your team just get offensive rebounded to death. Like, you just want to kill somebody. So, you know, it's dope that he does that uh, for sure. don't want to take that away from him. But, and again, this is just uh, the, the way, this has just always been his approach and attitude towards the game. It's like, I'm the best. I'm I'm this. I should be taking 12 three-pointers a game, even if I shoot 18% on them. Like, that's cool, I guess, man. Whatever. You know. Overall, he's still an effective player, period. So I guess that's all that really matters, technically. Like we, he he's 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 a positive impact on his team's chances of winning games every single night. Well, most nights. Yeah, most I mean, and it is kind of um nice that he's not shooting four for twenty two. Like no matter who you are, if you shoot four for twenty two, you didn't help your team. That much, right? You know right. what I'm saying? Because 4 for 22 is not the same as 2 for 11. <laughs> but at the same, you know I mean, what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> right. Um, at the same time, like, I do think we, like, there are a lot of jokes about, like, oh, we got a triple-double, so it was a good game and all that all that dumb kind of internet stuff. But I think we do focus a little too much on the bad nights of Russ as opposed to the good nights of Russ at this point, if that makes sense, right? Like, we, we focus more on the 4 22 nights, myself included, I think the like, internet does. I think people in general, like he's shooting. He's shooting. West, for he's shooting. Sure, for he's shooting forty-two percent from I the think field. He gets right. More of the bad than the good. Yeah, he's shooting forty-two percent from the field, and in the nights he goes four of twenty-two, we seem to focus more on that. Well, then how did he even it out to forty-two? Like forty-two yeah. percent is not very good, but it's not four of twenty-two. It's right. It's pretty good for Westbrook. When you consider the amount of threes that he takes, like that's pretty good. Yeah, my, just I mean, backlash my, from his MVP season. Uh, I, I don't know. Yeah, probably. The MVP season thing was, was weird, man. <laughs> like we all loved it that year. Like he shot 42% hey. that year. I, Hey, my model with Russ dog. Cause you got to live and die by Russ. If you're a Russ Westbrook friend, it pretty much, you got to like, just don't watch the, don't watch the numbers and just watch it. Pure eye test. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. Cause like it can be really bad. And it could be really damn good because he's going to give you some exciting plays. Oh, the and nice one thing. And that's one thing when you buy that ticket, that's what you're going to get. You're going to get some stuff from him, regardless of what you look at at the end of the night. You're like, ew, he went eight for 26. And it's like, bruh, some of those, some from that eight is going to be worth watching. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the nights where he's on, like, it's a helpless feeling for the opposing team, opposing fan base, right? There's literally nothing you can do. Like, when he's on, it's, and you can say that about quite a few guys, but it's a little different with him because of the athlete he is. 
like when he's on, like they're like, they're, it's just you're at his mercy. Where I don't know, I don't know. There are a ton of guys in the league who who have that actual effect. Can we I explain just, the free throw thing though? Free throw thing's weird. Like he's shooting sixty two percent. He's hardly getting to the line. Um, yeah, it's like standard. Maze, like in half. What's Maze, up? It's 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 life. Would you like to choose <laughs> your next path, guys? Yes. But <laughs> doing the uh, choose your own adventure thing. Yeah, but no, it's just it's just life, pretty much, dog. You know, a lot of people hit slumps and free th- free throws is such a weird thing, though, because once you're there, you can have it and be on a hot streak and won't miss for two years. And then, yeah, Russ is bad. Like it's bad. Over eighty something percent, yeah. like yeah. his whole life. So you know, I'm, I'm sure that'll fix itself at some point. But if he's not getting to the line as much, that means he's probably, you know, I, you know, I haven't watched enough of it to, to like see the, the, the tape on it. But maybe he's avoiding it. Yeah, it's just, it just ain't falling. That's it, dog. You know what I mean? Nothing's falling for him, bro. It's and it's just, it's, it's really bad. But I mean, like I said, he'll have, he's gonna, it's gonna turn heel, and we're gonna be like, okay, we're gonna be talking about him again on a positive note. It's just, it's a real bad. I mean, it's also good because it's boosting Paul George's confidence. That man's playing out of out of his mind, and that's great for the Thunder. So, I'd like to see Paul George do this in the second half of the season because we've seen this before, where it's like the first half of the season, are, whoa, Paul George, look out, there we go, and then the second half of the season, he falls off. See, yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a buyer of him, but I do respect what he's doing. And oh I, yeah, so I, far I he's been he's yeah. been unreal so far. Yeah, he's had, where's he's Waz with real. the with the dude in the playoffs without Russell Westbrook take? <laughs> 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 Nah, Russ is good, man. He's fine. <laughs> I'm, you know what? Yo, look, look. I'm just, I'm happy that he's letting Paul George do his thing. Um, it's nice. It's nice to see. <laughs> that was such a backhanded compliment. Yo. What? What? It's not backhanded. <laughs> it's nice. It's an improvement. I'm sorry. Like, it's an improvement from just being like, I don't give a fuck. I'm doing whatever the fuck I want whenever I want. Like, that's it's an improvement from that. Like, we can recognize that. I it's just gro- it's. It's interesting. This is his. This is Russ's lowest usage since his second year in the league. That's he's at, crazy. He's at thirty point. <laughs> he's at thirty point nine percent. It's the first. It's the first time he's been under thirty one percent usage since two thousand nine, two thousand ten. Happy is, birthday, Kurt Heinrich. <laughs> and the thing is, it's not even like uh, they've added more high usage guys, right? Like it's it's. Paul George, and then who's their third usage guy? Schroeder? Probably, yeah. Yeah, actually, yeah. I mean, that would make a difference, I think, because he's playing off the ball with with Schroeder there. Yeah, Schroeder's yeah, something that he wouldn't do. Yeah. Who was his backup last year? I can't even remember. Was Felton? Ray Felton was his backup? Felton was, yeah. Yeah, Samaj it, was, it was Ray Fe- No, It was Samaj Christian. No, nah, he was, was playing. Samadhi Christian was still in some of those time towns. I mean, some of those minutes, but Felton stepped up big last year for them. No, Christian was two years ago. Okay, two years yeah. ago. Um, yeah, Felton, and then I feel like they had somebody else. Maybe they threw like a Brinus in there occasionally. Someone not a point guard. Felton was actually decent. Well, no, I'll say that Felton was decent last year compared to who they had in the past when they had guys like Samadhi Christian. So yeah, Schroeder is a is a huge boost for them in that respect. All right, Enos Cantor. Enos Cantor met with the uh, the GM Steve Mills of the New York Knicks 
is he wants to talk about his reduced role. Uh, he didn't tell him to trade him, but uh, but he doesn't like. Uh, he likes he likes being in New York. And uh, oh, I'm sorry, not not uh, Steve Mills. He met with uh, Scott, Scott Perry. Perry. Yeah, and uh, wants to stay there um, and uh, and wants to play more. So we're doing the Iman Shumpert trade request thing, where you're untradeable, no. but you're requesting trades. No, I don't, think he, I don't. I don't think he's asking for a trade, but he also has to understand that Noah Vonleh is playing very good basketball. Yeah, despite the Knicks being the Knicks, you know what I'm saying. So, it things happen, and your minutes get reduced when you, you know what I mean. Like, but I think Cantor's has a, a couple filler games where it's like you look up and he has 20 points and 16 boards, but Noah Vonleh is, you know, the stock's high on him. So, well, hold on, he's been, he's been replaced by Luke Cornett. It's not even like Vonley's starting stretch, probably at the four. Stretch Curry 2.0. Yeah. <laughs> we call him the, the Steph Curry of, of white big men. <laughs> you know what? But, but hey, Cantor kind of has a point, though, guys, because the Knicks are obviously tanking to try to get Zion, and him playing more would be a big help to that effort. So <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy that. He be playing more, man. I, I feel him on that. Yeah. You'd think um, that would work, but for whatever – I mean, what are we, what are we doing with Enos Cannon? This is his last year of his contract. He's not – I mean, he's making 18 mil or something right now. He's not going to come close to that next year. Does he Does he go anywhere? Does he have a role going forward on any team, like as a bench big? Yeah, he could still get to mid-level, I think. Maybe. He, people will want he his might rebound. have to go follow Melo to China, though. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah, to, I mean, to your Too point – Too soon? To, <laughs> To your point was uh, Noah Vonley has the best net rating on the team at minus 3.2 when he's on the court. NS Cantor, third worst, minus 10.4. He should be playing more. Get him on the court. He should should be getting way more minutes, man. Yeah, he really should. Because they need – man, they need Zion so badly, dude. They should play nothing but Kevin Knox, Frank Nielakina, and NS Cantor right now. Let's go. Let's go. But no, nah, I'm but I'm not mad at Vonley getting minutes, man, because like I feel like what's happened to him is his career. Like people have quit on him a, way too soon, especially Portland, like yeah. who clearly needed somebody like him and was just like, fuck it, like get him out of here. So it's cool to see him finally like sort of becoming the player that he was meant to be when he when he got drafted. Yeah, I was always super high on him and just couldn't figure out why I didn't click with him. He'll get, he'll have a nice home next year somewhere. Yeah, I well, I kind of thought Ed Davis would get paid last year because he had such a good year in in Portland in terms of like anchoring their defensive efforts and stuff mm-hmm. when when they when their offense was struggling. Um, and he he got a he got a decent deal with Brooklyn, but he didn't get a, a great deal. I wonder if Vonley. But, but this like year a, is there's gonna be more uh, people shopping, right? Yeah, that's like true. Last year was kind of a, a pinch pinch your purse type of summer. Right. This year might be more wide open. So, yeah, I'd much rather have Noah Vonley than Ennis Cantor doing yes. just about anything. Yeah. We all yeah. know where Zion's going, though. Come on. Do we? Cleveland. Warriors? Yes. Cleveland. Why is he going to Cleveland, Jade? Wait, what? Does, does gang, Dan Gilbert, like, yes. have naked pictures of Adam Silver or something? Like, why do you think? <laughs> oh, no, I said yes too quickly there. <laughs> See, that's why you got to watch out on Bader Snatch. If you just, Dan's a team you, player, oh, yeah. man. Oh, man. A couple of times, Maze, I forgot to pick up the remote. Yep. And they were, and they were waiting for you on that. Yeah. I wouldn't mind Zion in Atlanta. 
That'd be that'd tight. Be fun. It'd be like Human Highlight 2.0. I like to. I heard somebody talking about how if the the Suns got him, they might have to consider moving on from Aiton already. Why? <laughs> Because he's because they were projecting Zion as a as a five and they weren't what? sure that the two would fit together or something. Six, six. I don't know. That's ridiculous. They baiting That's enough. That's absolutely ridiculous. They baiting enough, you know. Yeah, totally, no, Jade. That didn't work. Jade, Got it. I do not nailed it on that. I swear to God. Um, where where do you want to? I actually want. I want to see Zion either. But the in, Bulls. No. Uh, yeah, no offense. Nah, I don't. I mean, listen, I, I, uh, I don't know. Like, I mean, yes, he's a talent fan, but I don't know. I mean, I'm not that desperate. You know what I'm saying? I like Nerd Door. I want to see, I want to see him in the huge market. Like I want Zion saturation. Like I want Zion mania. Give it to me. I want Zion mania. Like I want Zion zealots. Like I, that's what I want. I want a crazy hype around him. Like, I don't even care if he's good or not. I just want him to be fun. And I want to be fun on one of those teams. Yeah, man, I really was. Ref- I was um, hanging out with my cousin yesterday, and we were really reflecting on the <laughs> on that Lynn Sanity moment in New York. And I'm talking about like my girlfriend at the time. We used to go to this sports bar right around her crib in Williamsburg called Mulholland's every Sunday. And this place was like it was cool. They had a bunch of TVs. The food was decent. Like it'd be moderately freaking packed, right? Like not not even packed. You easily walk in and get a seat, do what you want to do, it'd be fine. Like, yo, for three freaking weeks, this place was a madhouse because Jeremy Lin was kicking people's asses. Like, that, like that's to the extent that these people are starved. They're just thirsty for any level of competence, dude. Yeah. Like, any level for three weeks. Like, for a team that ended up winning 40 games, they were packing out bars. Like, obviously, Madison Square Garden was, they was losing their minds like it was the freaking finals and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, these people are so thirsty. They're so hungry. They're so tired of rooting for the freaking Frank Nielakinas of the world, man. Like, <laughs> Jesus the, Christ. The, the Lynn Sanity game in, uh, they they won in Minnesota during that that stretch, and I think I want to say it was like his fifth or sixth start during that stretch. And so uh, they're in Minnesota. I was working for ESPN at the time. That was the first like on assignment uh, thing I, I ever wrote for ESPN. It was this uh, the recap of the game essentially, and it, and I remember <clears throat> trying to get because the 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 Wolves locker or the Wolves lock well, their main locker room was pretty small by today's standards, but, uh, even their, their visitors locker room was super small. And so trying to get the media scrum around his locker and that tiny ass room, like people were pushing. Like I remember, uh, what's her Tina Cervaso? Cervaso? I can't remember. Yes, yes, Cervaso. Yeah. Tina Cervaso, man. She was throwing out, like she was boxing out, <laughs> like boxing out. Like she was like, she had a look of like, do not mess with me. Like, I mean, she was clearing space to get around that locker. It was crazy. Yeah, and so that's why, and you know, obviously I'm biased because my all of my friends and my entire family are all Nick fans. So obviously I would like to see them happy. You know, like I would, like these people would be. I just so want the Knicks to be fun. That's what I want. Like I, I really think it's better KD for the league, though, bro. All right, get KD, get Chris Tapps back, get Zion Williamson. I'm, sign me Hard. up for that. Yo, dude, if the Knicks were as competent as, say, the Pacers right now, Knicks fans would be over the freaking moon, Waz, bro. we would never hear the end of that, right? 
If Yo, the Pacers we, were in New York, we would never hear the end of this team. Dude, we'd be getting um, Miles Turner for Defensive Player of the Year. We'd have so Bobby, many. We would so have so many. Yeah. You know, oh, we would have. We would have so many like Frank Sinatra photo shoots for for Vic Oladipo. Are you kidding me? He'd never stop wearing fedoras. Yeah, so any level of competence, man, would be nice over there in New York. That's why I want to see Zion over there. Going to Cleveland, guys. Sorry. God, Wait, so when did really Adam, do Silver, not, Adam Silver took over in 2014, right? When did Adam yeah, Silver take sorry. over? 2013, That's And that's kind of the end of that whole, like, here you go, Cleveland. I'm not I'm not mad at Sexton Williamson, though. You think that's the end of it? I'm not mad at that. He signed that, a long-term deal with the league, Zach. That'll, that'll actually be good money, bro. I'm not even gonna hold you. That's AAU no. all over again. No, no. I, I, Cleveland's had their time. I'm, speaking, I'm done speaking, with them. Speaking of Cleveland, I was listening to Greg Cody this morning on uh, Levitard. Levitard, yeah. And he goes, "Are they one of, the, one of the most underrated things? No, just Levitard and Izzy. Uh, oh, he goes, okay. one of the most underrated aspects of LeBron James is his durability." I said, "Is it?" <laughs> Under- Le- LeBron's really got to stick in his whole career is underrated now. <laughs> got to do every, it, man. Every aspect. Every single aspect. Everything is underrated. So you're, but, Le- so you're LeBron out this year. Oh, he's dude, not even a Trey, scorer, Trey. Trey, when he walked in with the wine, dude, that cracked me up so hard because that reminded me of the lady with the red dress in the Matrix. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it's a complete distraction technique. 100%. Do not look at my torn labrum. Look at my glass of red wine. <laughs> that reminded you of the lady in red dress in the Matrix? Yes. Yeah, I feel it. You see what I'm saying? Remember that you scene? You see the wine glass glowing in code Gee, from dude, miles these guys, away? These guys are so far ahead of like, like the rest of people, the LeBron people. They're just thinking three steps ahead of everyone else, you know? And now they got us thinking his whole career is underrated. He's planting seeds that he's the goat. This guy is like, there's so many levels to this guy. It's amazing to me. Yeah, see, this is the thing that's hilarious to me is with the with the goat stuff. It's like this is what everybody does. Ask Shaq about his own career during his career. But what with Shaq, what he's doing now, like everybody drops their own propaganda. Has like, it ever nobody- started this early though? Um, I don't know. He's in his 16th year, Jade. Is this he's early? 16. He's got <laughs> like, nine years left, Was. Nine. <laughs> <laughs> he's going like, to be playing till he's 45. Mike, did Mike even play when he was – did Mike even play 16 years? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, like, no, hey, Mike, Mike, play like Mike played 14. What a, what's, the, what's the over-under on LeBron's years left? What is it, five? Man, he's at least five, bro. I'm sorry. I mean, Rachel, Rachel Nichols – you know, him about his son. It's it's we're gonna probably get to him playing with his son. He's gonna go to twenty. Like uh, what's his face? Like wait, he's gonna go play in China. When's his son gonna? Where league is his son gonna play? Wait, <laughs> wait, no, wait. You think you think uh you think uh he's only gonna play four more years? No, no, no. I think at least twenty. Like he's gonna get that's, that. That's twenty though. Yeah, that's twenty. He is going at least seven more years. He's he's, he's not walking. He's playing he's not until walking. he has a scoring record. He's not that's walking. He's not walking away at 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 uh, thirty six. I'm telling you that now. Uh-huh. That's four. That's you know what I'm saying. Like I think at at just 40, turned thirty four, right? I think he's gonna pull the forty one, and it's gonna be like very like he's gonna find a franchise that's gonna let him milk that shit out like Kobe, Cleveland, and. You're going back to Cleveland. <laughs> oh, God. Man, he's going to own the be, team. He's going to own the team. He's going to be a player coach. 
Round three, round three, LeBron in Cleveland is is when I officially turn the channel on the LeBron yeah. James era. By the way, how channel many takes? Turn. How many takes do you think it took to get that right take for that 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 scene? Oh, what scene? Uh, where he's talking about the goat. The goat. <laughs> how many, what take was that? Five, four. What do you think? No, Everyone LeBron's a good actor. He's, he's, he's doing it off the cuff. He's a what? Uh-huh. He's a good actor. He okay. is a good actor. You're right. Compared to other NBA players, he's one man. Now that's, a, no, that's mean, a different. That's a was different there a, conversation. Was there a version where he cried there? No, 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 no. He's not going to show that. We <laughs> title. Oh man, he's got us totally. He has us all hypnotized, man. He's definitely got you hypnotized, Jade. I agree. I'm just telling you, he's a master. He's. I've never seen anything like uh, it. You may need to pass it over this, but I'll still never forget us being on that call with with Sus. <laughs> I turned out LeBron James for this. God damn it. Uh, do it again, though. Jack. Of course. Of course. Um, anyway. Oh, oh, oh shit. Oh, is it Ethan time? Tell me. What was our third Choose Your Own Adventure? Oh, uh, so Dwayne Casey got mad at the refs last night. And it's not so much that Dwayne Casey got mad at the refs. I don't necessarily care about that. But in a blowout loss to the Milwaukee Bucks, uh, by the way, was check, check out those Bucks sometime. They're pretty good. Uh, in a blowout loss to the Bucks, uh, in the final minute, Langston Galloway got hit in the face by an elbow from Thon Maker, uh, I believe on accident. And Dwayne Casey, even though the game was out, the game was basically over, Dwayne Casey wanted the refs to review it. Or to see if there was like a tech or a flagrant or whatever. And the refs refused. They said, no, we're not going to review it. Like, you know, turn into the league office, basically saying like submit it to the league office so they can review it. And he said that. So here's what he said. He said, uh, we got our butt spanked, but show us some respect. I've been in this league a long time, a lot longer than he has talking about the ref and seen a lot. So I have the right to tell him to at least look at it and see what it was. I have the right to ask him to look at it. And so the, I thought the idea of this was interesting. Like, should they have reviews hey. for stuff like this in, when games are over? Hey. I'm anti-review. I'm anti-instant what? replay and pretty on. much everything. On, Get the call Hold wrong. On. Who cares? We do have Real one. Talk. Ethan Sherwood-Strauss. Ethan, my, what's my up, brother? Hey, hey, you don't want me to, to hook it up to the old uh, – you know, the old microphone with the I laptop. I, I'm just going to add you so that you can just at your leisure join. At leisure. Yes, I am a man of leisure. Okay, I'm going to hang up and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call you on the on the laptop. Yeah. All right. Now, Ethan could say leisure to me. It'd be fine. But when I, don't I, like, say it, I don't like leisure. I know. Why do we say leisure? Why do we do that? Leisure. I've never heard anybody say leisure in my life. Oh, it's, it's leisure. No, it's yeah. leisure. Dave. Dave, what yeah. is it? Angie, leisure. It's leisure. It's leisure. It's leisure. Yes. Wow. So I'm taking a leisurely stroll down. Right. Exactly. Um, The problem is uh, American English. American English is terrible. Yeah. Lululemon is athleisure. Yeah. Right. Uh, So we should go by the British. We should go by the British English because that's terrible. They invented the language. (laughs) Yeah. And then they lost the war. Was. Drop a U in that in that color while you're at it. Oh god! To them, it was a battle. By the way, it was not really. A, we called it a war. For them, it was just you know a territory conflict. Loss is a loss. You know. <laughs> 
Well, how about when we? I guess when we save their ass in World Battle One. And uh, and World Battle Two. I think those were battles or wars. Those were wars. I mean, we we could go into how our involvement in World War One kind of created World War Two, but it's not that kind of podcast. It wasn't think, until now. I, I think the, I think the existence. I think the, the existence of Adolf Hitler also contributed to to World Battle Two. Right. Right. So we came in and, and really dominated, and then we we put down one of the most lopsided uh, peace treaties in the history of uh, civilization, and that created the the conditions that led to the rise of the Nazis in Germany. No, uh, thanks, I, America. I, I disagree with that. I think as long as since we didn't kill Hitler, I think he was. I think that was always going to rise, and it was always going to bring about a second world war i see what you're saying but i i think unless we came out and, and just like popped him that was well so they're all right so getting, we we ruined, we ruined their their economy right so we ruined their economy sure. which led to a power vacuum so the, the government the weimar government had no authority over the people because they were literally driving wheelbarrows full of cash to buy bread right and and that allows uh it's sort of like what we've had happen in this country where poor people are feeling disenfranchised and they you know like what the hell why not do this why does ethan have his camera on oh man yeah ethan's gonna kill me with the camera (laughs) camera it's hot in berkeley (laughs) california ethan's only been using skype for about eight years now (laughs) ethan Ethan looks like a webcam girl there with that angle oh That was a that was a pop up on Pornhub right there. <laughs> oh man, got turned uh, those off. Watson knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know, this is a this is a crazy euphemism. Okay, this this is a crazy place to start the conversation, presumably about basketball. But I, I'm always uh, I'm always amused when people say, "Do you watch porn?" Or I watch porn. Yes, that's what you're doing. You're Roger Ebert <laughs> with your uh, your notepad out, taking notes as you watch this product. It'd be crazy I just think it's you it. if, it'd be crazy if someone said, "I I think you should say, yeah, I was using porn." Wait, <laughs> oh, so you use it? You don't? Okay, yeah, you <laughs> use it. Use you, it is a better euphemism. It. It's it, I like that. That's a more accurate euphemism than the euphemism yeah. of do you do you watch it. I just have always been – that's always amused me. I feel yeah, like say, oh, yeah, I had a few minutes the other day, so I was using some porn. Yeah, <laughs> Waz has critiqued porn on a watch level though. You know? Oh, no. Waz, Waz studies porn. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, not, that's not true. <laughs> I do not study porn. But oh, – Redacted but, Waz. But, but I am very knowledgeable about the industry, I would say. I was your research. I would say no. I'm just uh, I'm what they call a I'm okay. Sure. So there you go. I'm a porn watcher, <laughs> meaning like I you know I I understand the happenings and goings ons in the um in the in the industry. I think moving was to L.A. was a mistake. That's that's what I'm getting from this conversation. <laughs> no, it you know funny enough I might have man I'm I'm actually. One of my friends from like I've known this kid since I'm like 15. I want to say uh, he moved out here years ago and like got into porn. Like real talk, like this dude like straight up does porn. I've only hung out with him one time since I've been here. Like he came to an event that we were doing. Um, but since being in LA, I, I've seen 
maybe two other other people who work in the porn actresses or actors or whatever. Now, like, now did, he, you, did he uh, watch your event or did he use your event? When he, was <laughs> he, he watched it. He watched it. He watched it. He didn't use it. He didn't use it. He wasn't working. He was off. And then one time I was at, uh, I was at earth cafe and well, um, when, when he gets like, off work, it's a whole different thing. <laughs> which is like i don't you know either i don't know if you've ever been to this shit but it's like one of these like ridiculous oh, Earth, yeah, Earth is, yeah freaking um like Jeez, right? it's, it, it's always it's always packed out the door it's always packed there's always yeah. like bottle type of looking women in there it's like one of those places that people like to be seen at yeah it's a place to get noticed and I saw a now, is this a restaurant? What, what is it's it? Restaurant. Cafe. It's a restaurant. Yeah, a restaurant slash cafe. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think Waz might be it's him and Arnovitz for the king foodies of my life. Uh they they are they are impressive. Tom is offended right now. Oh yeah. Tom's pretty up there as well. I mean, they're all I mean, it's 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 competitive. It's competitive. Honestly, you know what's so funny? Like, I'm really, really just about the food oh. portion, like the sustenance portion of it all. But my girl is like, she like if she reads about some shit in some food publication, she's like, oh, we got to go there. We got to do this. We got to oh, do that. So God. that's where I get a lot of your stuff from. Honestly. Oh, boy. I, I think your your girlfriend has a very interesting voice. That's it's an unusual. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Waz, I saw a male, I saw a male porn star at Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles one time. Mm-hmm. I, saw, I, saw, I saw a homie at The Dime, which is like, you know, this little yeah. spot out here in L.A. It's like, they don't, don't be blowing the spot up, Waz. Mike, don't be Mike, blowing the spot Ain't nobody Mike, going to me. My cousin, my, <laughs> my cousin uh, used to do uh, lighting for Jenna Hayes. Wow. She's yeah. a legend. Mm-hmm. She is a Probably legend. Probably top it's 10 a, ever. It's a, it's really, dude, turn the light on? Something to really... <laughs> He used to smoke I, weed. With, he used to, he used to smoke, smoke weed with her in the in the, during the uh, during the breaks outside. Um, I'm I'm scandalized that people would do drugs on a porn set. <laughs> that ruined the, the the world of the film for you, Ethan. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's uh, I, I just thought it was a cleaner product than that. So that's it's very disappointing. Uh, what, what was everybody th- talking about until Speaking I ruined of everything? Porn, yeah. what do you think, Did you come here to talk about the Warriors, Ethan? Oh, what do you think my first question was to him, though? What was it? Oh, never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Warriors, eh? Uh, yeah, they're a basketball team. They're vaguely disappointing, but nobody knows what to make of it because what is their incentive to uh, be all that great? Uh, it's uh, it's 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 funny that way. I just think it's a bit of a bummer. I just wish that I get why they're not giving it uh, giving it their all every single game. I get it. Uh, I think teams get a little bit tired, but it's just maybe more of an indictment of the NBA season that you watch this Warriors team and they seem flawed and they seem like, I mean, they just won a couple games, so good for them, but you just don't know what to make of anything. You just don't know if they, if they lose four games in a row, what does it even matter? What does it even mean? I don't know. Isn't this more interesting than them being like 30 and two right now though? Yeah, actually this is what Marcus and I were talking about on a podcast that the the more they lose, the more interesting they are. Hundred so, <laughs> percent. Which isn't how people uh, it's, locally it's, feel. No, nah, it's faux interest though. Mm. It's it's a it's a smoke and mirror to make people think like, oh, they, all right, maybe this thing will fall apart. I think it might fall apart. 
Yes. I, I don't yes. want to get why. Tell us why. Aggregate it! Because. Because. I, look, man. He, he, I, I look at that Netflix advertisement for the uh, Jordan documentary that will come out in 2042 or whenever it's coming out. <laughs> and uh, you, you wonder. You have to wonder. You have to wonder, is this the last season? It's a disease. Um, oh, the la- oh, the last season, sure. That's fine. But it's not during the season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and you know what's – I mean, look, I'm scooping myself because I'm probably going to write write about this. But isn't it interesting in the NBA that there is a lot of fixation on the end? The end gets uh, talked about so much more than maybe even the rise. We talk about – we're, we're going to have this Netflix documentary on the last season, which probably – Are we back to talk about porn? We are. Uh, okay. we, we, we'll, we'll, we'll shift back. But, you know, I probably the people around that Bulls team feel the way that – I and my compatriots in the media field around this Warriors team of uh, this is a little bit not as fun as it used to be. But for whatever reason, that's that's where the drama is. And what, what do we like to talk about? Do we like to talk about when Shaq and Kobe really started clicking at the beginning? No, no. We like to talk about Shaq and Kobe falling apart and how what yeah. could have been had they only reconciled their differences. What's perhaps the most lauded basketball book ever written? It's Breaks of the Game, which is about the Portland Trailblazers season after they reached this inspiring success and how it's all falling apart. I don't know why we do this, but in the NBA, we like the dissolution of the dynasty. We just do. Sick. Sick. Because we like to to see the – no, we do like to see the rise of it. And then once it's at the top, we're like, oh, wait. I want a different guy. We want to change the channel. I mean it's like divorces with celebrities. You know, It's the best thing going. Twitter with anything. Like the teardown is the most fun part. Well, yes. I, I think it's also there's something just fascinating about the human condition of why why isn't this enough? Why right. can't you guys just keep enjoying success? And there's just this really interesting human trauma and human tragedy to just not being able to enjoy success and not being able to enjoy it to the point where you just can't perpetuate it anymore. And I think Ethan, people are a little interested in that. Ethan, the next team, the next team could be just as good. The next team could be as good as the Warriors. Right, they, could, they, the they wouldn't be if the Warriors were as inspired by success as they were a few years ago. I don't think that would happen for a long time, but it will happen quicker than it should just because the motivation ebbs and the inability of human beings to be happy with whatever goal they achieve is interesting and depressing. You know, this we tell ourselves we just keep going through life telling ourselves these lies that if we only get this thing that we will be happy, but once we get it, we're not happy. And we're that's that's the happy. whole root of the problem. You know what else annoys me though is that I feel like I don't think I think this is the worst the Warriors have ever been since they got KD, but the people the like the competition around him, I feel like it's the worst that it's ever been since they yeah. got KD. But also, yeah, I mean, there, that's the thing is in terms of this season, like there's no there's no next team. There's no team that I feel like is like the 2017 threat. Cavs were actually good. Right. Like they started right. out 29 and nine yeah. and it was like, fuck it. We're not doing anything till the playoffs. Like they were actually a good team. They're definitely better than the Bucks. They're definite. They're better than whatever the fuck the Celtics become. They're better than the Raptors, even though I love them. Like none of these teams get you excited at all. Like, oh, no. this is going to be fun watching them play the Warriors. Yeah, we're, we're going to give James Harden an MVP no. for this Rockets team that people just kind of, OK, well, let's see. <laughs> Chris Paul is clearly finished, bro. Like, he's so done. (laughs) 
it's it's so strange i don't even know what the analogy would be also, once but, the warriors look vulnerable there's nobody nice, else though. to take the but mantle but that's hold what i'm saying up, hold that's up nice no the, the warriors the warriors are the warriors are will smith in the house of contenders and everyone's moved out he's just looking around in an empty room like wait who, who else is going to be here to challenge me like that's what it is legend reference or what, what no it's, it's, oh, it's fresh, fresh prince, prince. Have you oh, ever sorry. played Capture the Flag? The Warriors are like the, uh, the some amazing uh, the, the guy who guards the flag, whatever it is. The goalie, I don't know. And the goalie just went to take a smoking break, and everybody on the other team just sprained the their flogie. ankle and broke They're their legs. The the flogey. Well, yeah, the flogey just took a smoke break and everybody on the other team just broke their legs or sprained their ankle and can't even drag themselves to grab the flag. That's what it feels like. But right also, now. like, what do we do? Like when uh, when I'm Clay, so KD, when Clay, KD, Draymond and Steph play, they're 17 and five and they're like plus, like plus 10 per 100 percent. Like they're still dominating. They're still a 60 plus win team when those four are on the court together. Yeah, so it's not I'm, like it, even this like. This vulnerability is again faux vulnerability. Um, it could be. Uh, it, 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 it's still it, not as good as it was. I think, there I think is it's a less downturn. about this year and more about do the you future. really expect them to all want to join forces again? I think that's that's. Wait, the, but, but, it's, but, but, but we're only talking about one guy leaving, right? That's a big. Not guy. necessarily. But wait, they can replace him. Whoa, whoa, Ethan, Ethan, can what, what happened? They can't. Ethan's saying that it's not just KD leaving. He's saying Clay's out too. What? I am not denying the possibility. <laughs> what? That's all. I'm Clay ain't leaving, right? Nah, Clay. I mean, Clay's not gonna go. Wait, hold on. Nah, I, I like, I like, I like, I, mean I like Maze is the fan, and, and Maze is like, no way, Clay can't. Oh, no, it's it's not even the fan Ethan, thing. Ethan, it's like. Ethan. Give us that. Cry, dog. It's clear. Cry. That they, it's clear. The, the the problem here is Draymond Green, right? Um, get get, get see you. It's time to once, go. I was right? reading an article by a guy. It was called the the Golden State's Draymond Green problem. But I. Do <laughs> you not find that? Is that on the website anymore? How long ago is that now? <laughs> I don't know if they take that down or erase it, like uh, the, the Soviets erasing uh, disgraced political figures from their history books. I don't know, but um, I'm, I'm not. I'm not sure. Yeah, I think that that. Look, look, I am I am tiptoeing around landmines here. I am I'm trying to spin move away from aggregation. All I am saying is is the following. I don't know what will happen in free agency, but they've got two major free agents. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I, 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 uh, let me read a quote real quick. Herein lies the paradox of the perfectly constructed squad. It's built on the ground that roils with lava and on the back of a man who has become increasingly unpredictable, emboldened, and unaccountable. One Is that Kevin Arnovitz who wrote that? <laughs> <laughs> that appeared in the uh, ESPN the Magazine's October 31st NBA preview issue. Subscribe today. Uh, but if, 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 if KD or Clay or both leave, it won't be because they don't like playing with Draymond Green, though, right? Well, maybe I mean, playing or just being around him. I mean, right now they don't like playing with him because he can't hit a shot. So they're all getting defensive attention flying at them. I mean, that they, that's why they don't like literally playing with him right now. If he starts hitting some shots, this thing will all go a lot better. But if he can't hit a shot, um, then it gets a little bit tricky. Wait, can we just clarify this for the aggregators? What are we talking about here, guys? 
<laughs> Every everybody's leaving except Steph. Ethan. Yeah. Ethan, does uh does Boogie solve all of this? Uh, well, you know, I, that that is why his nickname is uh Demarcus uh solution cousins that he he, he makes any locker room he's in <laughs> so, <laughs> so much better. <laughs> also, Boogie Cousins is probably the worst defensive player they got on that team. Uh worse than Jerebko? Mm, maybe not worse than Jerebko. I see, I see Jerebko <laughs> pulling his teammates into different positions so he doesn't have to guard a, a, a good player. <laughs> Like before it reaches half court, I, I see that the camera doesn't always pick up on it, but you can see, you can see He's grabbing a guy by the jersey to be like, get him, get him. You can see him tugging on, on Andre's jersey and Andre just shooting him, uh, just staring daggers at him as he's just trying to get out of any sort of responsibility, which I love. I, I look at that and I go, yeah, that, that would be me. <laughs> That'd be what I would be doing. But yeah, Boogie Cousins, he comes back on that Achilles. He admitted, immediately becomes a target on defense, bro. Like <laughs> yeah. straight up a negative. I mean, it's – look, I don't – it could be the solution to the problems just because they've been so weak at center. It could help a lot. But you look at the situation and, okay, so uh, Draymond sort of hurts them if he's not on the ball. He's – a bad off ball player now. He can't do, a, he's not a threat toe? to do anything off ball. Yeah. The toe? Well, I, I think that's part of it, but it's also if his shot isn't respected, then off well, he's ball. A, well, hold on. He's also never been a shooter. He's been a shooter one time in his career. Yeah, but you would have to guard him. I mean, Zach, do you, as somebody who shoots very well, I, I, I shoot okay. I think, I think Harper is more of a shooter. Isn't it just strange to see an NBA player? just not able to hit shots. Do, do you at some level when you're watching this, just go, just put me there right then at that moment. I want to take that shot. This uh, is crazy. It, interesting enough. I am working on something about the psychology of missing wide open threes. Yeah. Uh, so read about that on the athletic Nurkic, sometime in the next month. Um, no, it, it is, it is turned his back when Nurkic turned his back on Draymond before he shot but, the three. But oh, I mean, that was uncomfortable. Yeah. That, I mean, that's, that's wildly disrespectful. Um, but when, uh, I mean, I mean, and I were talking about this on, on radio of in the playoffs that turns into not Draymond shooting the ball, but a dribble handoff into what, you know, with one of the best shooters of all time or Kevin Durant, who's one of the best scorers of all time. And, and now Draymond's man is nowhere to be seen to pick up that dribble handoff. Right. I agree. And Kerr says, look, we were changing some things on, uh, on offense to account for it. And that does mean involving him in more screening actions, um, but here's the problem. It's that offense happens. The flow of offense happens. The ball swings around and the ball eventually swings around and he's there and he gets the ball and, and the, the shot clock. Dies. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's, it's just a problem. Like you can, you can only use so many smoke and mirrors. You need the guy to hit the wide open shots or it's, or it's a big issue. Also, I, I, it's not like he's good at other shots, right? It's yeah. not like he's got this amazing in-between game or floater game, or he's a big threat at the rim to finish. Like he doesn't make other shots. Either. Yeah. But this was always my, this was always my point about, about criticism of people like Ricky Rubio, right? Like, yes, bad shooter, but the shooting's only a problem if they take shots. I mm. truly believe that. Like, 
it like for guys like if Draymond's not taking the shots and he's finding other ways to like a dribble handoff or or whatever, if he's finding other ways to then advance that possession, sure, like end a shot clock situation, that's not going to be the case. Like he's going to have to take that shot, and and right now that's going to be horribly, you know, executed. But I think like smarter players like Draymond, you can turn that into a very advantageous situation. So I, that's why I'm not really worried about it. I don't it. know. I, I'm, I'm, I, I would be concerned I about it. It's like, then you layer this on, and this is the, I don't know guys special. So you, you've got a situation where you want to put Draymond on the ball now for multiple reasons, including the one that, that Zach is mentioning about, you want to get the defensive player on Steph involved or on KD involved, but KD likes to have the ball in his hands. Um, Steph likes to have the ball in his hands and be involved in pick and rolls. But now you've got to involve Draymond and more pick and rolls. And now you're going to add to Marcus cousins. If he comes back well, to, the, to the situation and that means pick and rolls with Steph and DeMarcus cousins, because it doesn't make as much sense to do it with KD and uh, DeMarcus Cousins. So now you're going to have an unhappy KD. It's just, you, you've got a situation where it gets harder to feed all the mouths that you want to feed, especially if Draymond isn't hitting wide open shots. And per the Ricky Rubio mention, I think that Kerr would sacrifice Kevon Looney's life for Draymond to be hitting or be able to hit wide open three pointers like Ricky Rubio can right now. Dave, you wanted to jump in? Yeah, so the problem with Draymond not being able to hit shots is that when they when they blitz that that Steph Draymond pick and roll, he'll get a real four on. The defenders can stay home, and Draymond can't hit. He sucks at floaters, yeah, and he's not going to take the jumpers. So it's a, it's a lot easier to defend. That that was their cheat code. And here's the thing: once they get to the playoffs, they can go to the the Steph KD pick and roll that we all want to see fifty times a game, and it won't matter. No, but Facts. I don't. I don't. I don't agree because as soon as they sag off on all that stuff, you can immediately wrinkle that into a, a dribble handoff with three of the greatest shooters we've ever seen. That's why, like, I just think it's such an easy switch. And then if your if your defenders are way away from that, there is no defending that. You're giving wide open shots to these guys because Draymond is going <laughs> to pick that defender. And now there's no one to help. Like, I just, I don't See, think, reason why like, I, I, I think Draymond has to hit wide open shots. So they're I, going I, to yeah. lose to a worse team. In the I, I, I disagree with you, Zach, because if the, if a smart team that's locked in knows that you taking a wide open jump shot is not the, is not an option, they can adjust for, you know, how they want to scramble about defending that handoff. If you, if that's just straight up off the table, like completely off the table, like good teams are going to make adjustments to that, man. Like just the threat affects uh, right. how people come at you. Was who is that team? Well, well that's, yeah, that's a different story. <laughs> hey, okay. it, could, it could be Oklahoma city. They can't hit threes. They're going to get the stops, to? but they can't hit anything. Well, they have to, if they're getting all the offensive rebounds in the world. Are they going to get all those offensive rebounds with DeMarcus Cousins on the floor? Granted, he's going to be – I agree with you on the defensive liability part, but he can still rebound. I think DeMarcus Cousins is a bad fit for this team. I think he's going to play like 12 minutes a game in the playoffs. And, and that's if he, if he comes back and he's any good. It's, yeah. He's true. It's a playoff series in which Draymond – you know, the, the Warriors play the Thunder, and Draymond goes 9 of 60 – on wide open threes 
are the Warriors winning that playoff series? Probably. Probably. Um, Probably. How yes, many, it, it, how many game nasty, series? It'll be a nasty game. It'll be a nasty game, but yes. It'll be a nasty series, right? But they'll still win, man. That's yes, a lot so of... Wait, wait, hold on. So you're saying he's let's, attempting let's, 10 per game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was about, let, let, let's make it more 25. <laughs> let's make it more... Uh, let's make it... Like four for 25? Let, let's give him the Kobe. Let's give him the... Uh, what, what was Kobe? Was it... Six, six 24. <laughs> I mean, I think, yeah, I think they can, I think they can overcome that. I mean, it, it's just if he's going to shoot it or not. But, but my position thing. is at six of 24, they will win, but not four of 24. No way, sir. Right, yeah, <laughs> that would be ridiculous. Those two shots. For the rest of this program, 22 more minutes, go to patreon.com forward slash count the dings and subscribe or listen. If you're already a subscriber, thank you so much. We do appreciate it. Again, I talked about this earlier in the show. Uh, we're looking to get some more subscribers as soon as we as soon as we can. Unfortunately, at the end of every month, Patreon just loses people as a result of fraud or expired credit cards. And I uh, haven't really made an issue about it until now because we're getting at a critical mark. Uh, so you'll hear me talking about it more. All right. Peace. Thank you. from Steph, KD, and freaking Clay, man. And they're going to defend well enough, you know, like, as long as they don't, because I don't know what kind of deal they got with DeMarcus Cousins. We're like, is he under the impression like...